Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela. And I'm Jen. And Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. And welcome to season four of Thrifters Villa. How's that feel to say, Jen, season four? <laughs> season four. I'm just glad that I got 2023 right. Yeah. Because <laughs> in our last episode, I said 20, 2013. So, yes, you yeah, did. no, it's just like, crazy it doesn't matter the year is crazy the season is crazy I just can't believe it I know so we have such a fun season planned for you already uh but today we just want to sit down and talk to you about our goals a little bit what we're thinking we're going to see in the reselling space some changes with the patreon group and uh I'm sure we'll digress a lot because that's that's something that we do here (laughs) (laughs) we'll see you at the table (laughs) um digressing is our specialty I think it's our forte I think so special category of its own here (laughs) um okay so the holidays are over kind of um I feel like holidays kind of spill into the beginning of January in my family anyway because my birthday is coming up and it's Matt's birthday so it's like the first two weeks of January we're still partying it up over here (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's true I mean by the time this recording comes out it will be you know, it, we will be in the new year, but as of today, you know, we still do have at least a new year's Eve. Um, so I know Jeff and I, for the first time, we're actually going to be going out, which is very exciting. I have had a sick baby, uh, at home for about eight days now. I'm exhausted. Eight days like this month, but, but no, it's been more than No, not even this this month, month. even more, I would say even more, but it's just with the holidays too. I'm just counting the holidays folks. And I'm calling, you know, also the, the, uh, it's not saying very much that Ellie's been sick for eight days, the last two weeks. And she was sick before that. She was sick before that too. Oh, I know that you parents with little ones that are in any kind of social Mm. pools will understand. Um, so yes, we're going to be going tonight and, um, we are going to be going to a 1920s New Year's Eve bash. I'm very excited. It's, um, going to be at a restaurant here in San Diego. That Mm. is, um, for those who watch top chef, Richard blaze, it's his, one of his restaurants that we're going to. So I'm really just going there to eat and probably drink coffee because I'm not going to be having any alcohol or anything, but, (laughs) um, yeah, I'm 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 really excited about it. So. That's nice. That seems really nice in the restaurant too. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Daniela? Um, you posing up tonight? So uh, I am going to be wearing my fuzzy socks and oh, my yeah. comfy pajamas with the robe on. Um, I'm making like I I went to the store before we started recording and I got like little snack type things you know like little picky it's just like me and Matt so I just got over being sick I don't want anyone to really come around me yet because I you know I don't want other people to get sick my sister actually this morning woke up and has a really bad sinus infection so even if I was having something she wouldn't be coming um my nieces are sick so it's like everyone is sick right now we're just gonna hang out at home (laughs) everyone is sick I know it is it's it's been a tough tough year I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that like we were all cooped up for a really long time the germs the colds like sometimes I swear I'm like I just want a regular cold why does everything (laughs) have to be so dramatic (laughs) I know I well because like you said we've all been like isolated really from one another and now you bring everyone back together and all the germs are like this is cool. They're new bodies for me to go into. Like, and that's what happens. You get all yeah. these crazy viruses that we may not have seen as bad in the past, but it will level itself out eventually. It's just that 
with kids finally mingling with kids again, it's just really bad. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever you guys decide to do, we hope that you have a very happy and safe yes, and safe. fun or relaxing and also fun, whatever yes. it is that you decide to do. Hopefully I stay up till midnight. I have no promises. <laughs> I'm really, really concerned that I will fall asleep at the restaurant. A hundred percent, Daniela. I told Jeff, I'm like, you better start brewing brewing a pot of coffee because it's just not going to happen. I'm like, there's just no way. And I'm such a lightweight now too. It's so bad. Like I'll have like one or two drinks and it's like a nightcap for me now. And I'm just like ready to pass out. The only difference is just that I had to. So fun story again, here we go. Digressing. I ordered a whole costume head to toe from Amazon, like five, six, seven days ago. A so while how ago. were you going to dress? What was your Amazon outfit going to look like? Oh, it was really, really cute. I'm like, I see if I can show you. But so I ended up getting a green flapper dress. Okay. Which love was it. really nice. And it came with like the gloves, the the fastener. Mm -hmm. Fastener, right? Fascinator. 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 I don't know. Well, the feather on your head. Um, <laughs> basically the jewelry, the stockings, everything. It all came out and I was super excited. I wanted to go and rent a legit costume, but unfortunately, most of the costume shops that are here in San Diego have all gone out of business. Oh, that's so sad. Can, let me see if I can. It's mm. a little, your phone's a little bright, so I can't see oh, it. Oh, I'm such an old lady. My phone it's is okay. like the brightest. Okay. Oh, oh wait. No. Nope. Went away. I saw my face. Oh, okay. No. That's cute. Yes. Right? So it's, a it's a total flappers outfit, guys. Let's see. Yeah. Yep. It's a green flappers outfit. Super cute. Black gloves. Yeah. Black gloves, Cute. all this stuff. So, of course, they're like, oh, it's delayed. I'm like, great. So of course it is. I went last night to Party City, and um, I was just so disgusted by the outfit choice. That was <laughs> it was like this tiny little tube dress, like super cheap and like really yeah. see-through. So I ended up going to Goodwill. This is where my story all fits into Thrifter's Villa. <laughs> so... As you most, most of you know, I haven't been thrifting for a while. So I go to the thrift store and you guys, all the racks were coming out on Friday night, all the new colors, everything that was brand new. I was so shocked. I'm like, holy smokes. Cause this thrift store that I've gone to normally it hasn't been great for me, you know? And it's one of the bigger ones that we have in San Diego. One of the bigger Goodwills that we have. And I'm like, this is when they stuck and nobody was there. And mm -hmm. so I walk in and I was so excited. They had all these fun party dresses and everything. So I ended up getting this fun dress, which I will have to bring it and show Daniela afterwards. And I can show you who are watching on our videos, what mm -hmm. it is, but it's a pretty gold dress. Um, of course, there was a fitting room and I didn't even think about it because I was rushing because everybody was waiting for me to get home with dinner. And I grabbed what I thought was this like vintage, like faux fur cape. And I thought, ooh, this is going to be really, really nice. It was hanging. For those of you in the Patreon group, you guys will be able to see this. I actually have it here. So it was hanging on a hanger. It looks like a cape. It looks it like, looks a, fur like cape. a cape. Mind you. I paid $40 for this. I can't thing. believe you paid $40 for this. I was desperate. <laughs> I didn't have anything to wear. I, didn't, I, I, I was like, I need, I was desperate. And I didn't want to be wearing the cheapo costume, right? Mm -hmm. That like would look terrible on me. This is like a fancy restaurant that I'm going to. Like it needs to look decent. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is okay. This is perfect. Whatever. So I buy this. 
and I bring it home and I immediately bring it up and I pull it up like this to Jeff and I'm just like what do you think and he's like Jen that's a tree skirt I died when she told me this a tree skirt yeah so you're gonna wear a tree skirt around a freaking Christmas tree (laughs) and I was just like no no it's not no it's not and I look inside and the tag says like I was just like, I saw the vintage tag on it. I don't know no, where you I didn't. Saw that. <laughs> I don't know where I saw that. And it says here, made for Tom's Toys International. I don't know what vintage company is called Tom's Toys. I'm pretty sure there's not one. No. Or maybe there was and they make fire trucks or something. Yeah. <laughs> but so basically tonight I'm wearing a tree skirt. Yep. <laughs> And a dress that apparently, as I also picked it up and lifted it up, I was like, look, Jeff, he's like, Jen, he's like, that dress is super long. It's not going to fit you. It doesn't fit me. It's so long. The, the fringes drag on the floor. So what are you going to do? Well, I'm just going to have to suck it up and wear the tree skirt and the long dress. So I'm just going to wear high heels. <laughs> I can't. What a mess. Thank you, Amazon. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Thank this you is all so Amazon's much. fault. But I'm rusty. I think that's what it is. <laughs> She was so Jen called me when she was at their store because she was so excited. She was like, Oh my god, the new racks are coming out. She was like thrilled. Yeah. It wasn't such a happy ending though. No. But I will show you in the Patreon group later Mm -hmm. the some of the things that I did pick up and that I did find. I think I was just like blinded by the deals and that's what happened. And I just forgot about the costume. So yes, yes, yes. So um, I guess we'll get right into it because I think one of the first things we want to talk about here in season four, besides like what the episodes are going to be, we've kind of alluded to it already in the beginning. And we just want to talk about how the Patreon is going to change and then we'll get into what kind of episodes you guys are going to be looking forward to in season four. And then I got some other things we're going to talk about. Um, so two big changes in the Patreon group. So if you're a member, we're no longer going to be doing the monthly download, but instead we're going to focus basically the entire quarter and just do a style and trend report. It's going to be a quarterly report, almost like a newsletter. Um, so it will be detailed. You'll get all the information as to what's been selling on the platforms. Um, what's moving, what's not moving, what new brands are there? What are the styles you should be looking for? Kind of all the episodes that we do put all together into something that you can have with you on your phone or you can kind of reference. Um, It's something that we heard over and over again uh, this year in 2022 that everyone really loved it and they kind of want more of that. So we decided instead of doing a monthly download, we're going to focus all of our energies into a quarterly newsletter download kind of thing and give you that. But we're not just going to like leave you hanging without extra content. So instead of doing the monthly download, we're replacing that with two bonus episodes a month. And one of them is basically what you guys um, are going to see with this first episode coming out of the season. You will, we've kind of alluded to it. We will be doing video and um, that's just one of the bonus episodes. It'll be a video episode of maybe a haul or maybe it's like me and Jen chatting about things that are going on. Some will be reseller related. Maybe some of it be more personally related so you guys can get to know us a little bit more and things that are going on. Um, So that will be video content for everyone. And then the second one will definitely be either a guest coming on specifically just for the Patreon group or we will split episodes and have like extra content that's only for the Patreon group. So like the episode will end for people that are not a part of the Patreon group, but then there'll be additional content on the Patreon Um, And of course, if you would like to join, we will definitely say in that episode, 
if that's the, you know, the guest that we have on, that's what the content's going to come from. We always announce it anyway, but we'll make sure we do a better job of it now. Um, and if you're not part of the Patreon, it's totally fine. But we want to make sure that we got this out there for our Patreon members so that they knew. And then the last thing is something that we're going to start on January 2nd, um, and that is a quarterly call to go over sales and goal planning. There's a PDF that goes along with it. We meet five times a year. And um, it's something that I think people have been wanting and kind of craving for that accountability in this area of goals and sales and just kind of having that group of people together um, to talk about it. So different from our monthly uh, Zoom that we do, that will still happen. This is just an extra thing that we've added on and there will be no change to the tier structure. It is still $5 a month. You guys are still going to get, you know, the best content that we can give you for a very affordable rate because that's very important to Jen and I. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the Patreon update. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of fun things. Lots yes. of fun things happening. So yes. yeah, like we said, we've heard, we've listened and we heard from all of you. So thank you so much for those who gave us some input and, you know, where are areas that we really can focus on. So mm -hmm. we are excited for these changes and we hope that you are as well. And of course, the biggest thing that was is nice is that we are keeping it at the same price. Yes, 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 yes. We try very, very hard to keep it at $5. Um, the Okay, season four. Let's talk about season four. I think right. the number one thing that we heard over and over again, Jen, was how excited people were to have more expert matter guests Absolutely. on the episode. Absolutely. Um, and we agree. We think it's great because it gives me and Jen an opportunity to like sit back and like just listen to someone else who knows way more than what we do. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think also what people have really liked is that we ventured out of just traditional women's clothing. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to talk to people who are experts in random categories, yeah. you know, and, and really just hearing that passion coming out from them gets us really excited. So if you're listening and you know somebody also that you think would be great that would love to come on and talk and they are our expert, I don't know, like, Car parts, electronic trading cards. I want someone to come on I, that knows trading cards. I want to talk to all of these yes. people, you know, and so we're definitely going to be focusing a lot on that on a lot of subject matter experts. You might even hear people who you know that are very popular in the community. Um, and you know, we want to dive deep into the things that they're known about, really, you know, mm -hmm. what are like the brands that they that they really know what makes them stand out? Is it luxury? Is it everyday items? Are they like a master at the bins? Like that is kind of where we're going to be really focusing on um, with our guests this year. So hopefully you guys will enjoy that content moving forward. Yes. And with that, the roundtable episodes are going to stay. We know we started off with motherhood and we have probably a couple more that we'll do for motherhood, but we also do want to switch gears a little bit and uh, we'll still do motherhood episodes. That won't change because I think it's a topic that a lot of people in our community um, are do want to hear. But we also want to hear other stories, highlight other stories of other friends that are in the community. Maybe they suffer with a chronic illness. Maybe they are a caregiver. Maybe they are pivoting their business completely and letting go of reselling and doing something else. Like we want these to be literally, Lord, it sounds like a roundtable discussion where you come together and you just hear people's stories and perspectives and maybe we'll find a couple people in one area and focus on that for a little bit but that round table type feeling is definitely going to stay um that's not going to go anywhere i know people really enjoyed the motherhood series and jen and i did as well it was it was great to have them um but i think we also are ready to kind of branch a little bit more because we saw how well people responded to them that was i think our number one fear was like are people going to respond to this and yeah. they did 
And they did. And they did. And we know that there are other people that are out there that want to tell their stories that aren't necessarily, you know, mothers or caregivers at Mm -hmm. this time, or they were, and they're in something else. But like we said, we want to talk to people who are maybe you're retired and this is like your way to make extra income. Like Daniela said, you know, maybe, you know, you, like you said, you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You suffer from certain types of either mental, physical limitations that make you feel like you um, can't, you know, go Mm -hmm. into a real job. I have talked to people like that and they're like, reselling has given me that freedom again. I want to talk about those. I want to have those conversations because I want to hear your wins and I want to hear people's struggles and how can we get together as a community to, to help each other and uplift each other. Because as we've heard time and time again, reselling is a very, very lonely profession, yeah. it's a lonely business. And, you know, the best way that we can try to help each other is by lifting each other up, even if it is virtually, you know, so um, I wanted like, and I think that's also why I, the motherhood community um, really came out really yeah. strong. Um, you know, I know a lot of moms who are resellers that felt very alone. And so, and, and didn't feel like they had a tribe of people, you know, to, to help them. And so even if it's just virtually, we, we want to be a part of that and we want to help and we want to be able to give you a platform and a safe space to be able to tell your story. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing, and I guess the difference between like having a guest on and doing the round table, because I'm sure people are wondering like, what's really the difference? The round table could be literally anyone about anything it might be like one specific thing that we're going to focus on the episode so like you said retirement it's like what does that mean maybe it's a reseller who's going to retire maybe they're retiring from reselling like then what's their next steps or they're retiring from the full-time job and they're coming into reselling so it's a little different it's a little more specialized where when we have guests on it's typically like an expert matter the way we described it before so it's someone who's really really good at X, Y, and Z, whatever that is. And people look to them in the community for that advice. Maybe no one knows who they even are and they are expert matters. And we've by chance found them or they've reached out to us and we want them to come on and share their expertise. Like I, I think that's how we want to differentiate the episodes. Roundtable is like that intimate corner to get together and talk. And that can have it happen in the expert matter content, but that's more very specific towards whatever, eBay, Etsy. Macari, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so uh, episode two, I guess we'll share this now. Episode two will be with someone who is an Etsy seller. So we are going to be diving into vintage home goods and Etsy and all of that fun stuff at, right into season two. We got so much feedback that people loved the home goods stuff and the oh, like yeah. vintage stuff. We want more of it. We want to make sure we provide you with more of it. So we are starting off with a bang and that's going to be our first person who's coming on. Um, so you will get to know that individual next week. Um, we have probably five or six other people lined up that we need to just kind of schedule out um, that are going to be coming on. Some are expert matter and some of their content will be on the Patreon. Um, then some other people are just uh, going to be roundtable guests. So we've got a little bit of everything already ready to go. I'd say we almost have quarter one like solidified, which is crazy. Yeah, um, which is but- crazy. And not and don't forget, too, that it will be t- 
soon, sooner rather than later, we'll start talking about spring. It's crazy to talk about it that I'm talking about this in December, but one month away, <laughs> we're literally one month away from doing our spring trend mm-hmm. um, episode, which means that quarterly download will be coming your way before you know it. It's just so crazy to even think about like three months goes by so fast. It really does. And I think that that's kind of like the third element of what we really want to focus on is fashion. Um, Danielle and I absolutely mm. love fashion. You might not be able to tell by the way that I'm dressed right now. <laughs> by the way, I we're dressed fashion. whenever we I come say on. Me, I did not say you because at least you, you look like you put a comb through your hair. But <laughs> me. But um, we do. We we absolutely love fashion. And um, and I think that everyone here kind of does too. Mm. Even if you did it at first, you have started noticing a lot more, whether it's fabric material, how are things constructed? You know, you, you start kind of getting into that. And I know myself, I've started dressing a lot better and a lot better for my body once I started reselling because it was like, I didn't have so many limitations when it came to my wallet as to yeah. what kind of brands that I could get access to and realizing, oh, that brand is expensive for that reason, because it fits my type of body or where I am in my life right now, whatever it is. Right. So, um, fashion is definitely going to be something that we will be focusing on as well. We got a lot of really great feedback about when our deep diving episodes, you know, like particularly our Levi's episode. So we did talk about this before that we want to go into deep dives on other big brands. You know, we, we talked about like Aritzia, what are all the in-house brands? What's Mm -hmm. going on with that? I want to do an anthropology episode where I want to break down tons of the anthropo all of it not all of them but a ton of anthropology brands and what's worth it what that's not. all you Jen oh I love all that kind of <laughs> stuff so I I definitely want us to focus on that as well so hopefully that will be more content that you guys are very excited yes. about you know to well listen. we already know we're doing Vivian Westwood this month because yes. Vivian Westwood passed away two days ago three days ago however long it was um so we will be doing a Vivian Westwood episode because she was a badass pioneer in the fashion space, especially for women, um, and was still designing to this day in her eighties. So, um, definitely someone that we want to talk about. And I feel like people may know the name, but not necessarily know the, um, the importance of Vivian Westwood. Um, so we're definitely, that's, that will be our first one. We know that we talked about that the other day. Um, but we will deep dive on either brands or, designers out there and help you get a better understanding because I feel like if you understand the brands and designers you understand why there's certain hype around certain things or why certain styles keep popping up and what um what that maybe that designer that started that style why it's influenced across the board into now fast fashion as well I think understanding that's important because you can add it to your descriptions in your listings you can kind of sell your if you're a live seller you can use all this knowledge to then sell it to your audience as well. You want to look like you're an expert matter um, individual on clothing, especially when you're in front of a bunch of people when a live show, not saying you have to be, but it does help when people are like, all right, she knows what she's talking about. She knows more than just, hey, look at this pretty pink shirt mm-hmm. that I'm selling, right? Like it's something, there is something to that. Yep, absolutely. Well, actually that's, that's, a perfect, I would say, segue into our next yes. question on what do we think is going to happen in fashion this um, year? I so. really didn't think about this when I wrote this question. I didn't either. Honestly, yeah. um, how about the the answers? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know is a perfect one because I feel like we have. So right now we have 
So like if you follow on Instagram, there's like those reels that come up of like what people wearing in Paris, what people wearing in Milan, what people mm-hmm. wearing in New York. And I think you see an overwhelming amount of streetwear influence, especially in the big cities. So you're seeing a lot of the 90s oversized everything, oversized jeans, um, oversized scarves. I mean, scarves that could be blankets at this point, right? Like they're just big and they're bulky and they, they're long. Yeah. Um, oversized coats you're seeing a lot of that so i feel like that uh we've we kind of touched on it this year in 2022 uh gender neutral kind of stuff unisex like a lot of that feel and i don't think that's gonna go away i don't think the whole unisex thing is gonna leave i don't yeah um i also feel like color even though we've talked about so much color in 2022 I don't really see it translating too much in the everyday person. I don't either. I don't either. I don't see I don't see, see a lot of bright bowls everywhere. I really no. don't. So it's kind of interesting. I think I think I just see more muted tones. Exact blacks, um, browns, whites. Oh, yeah, yeah. And well, I'll talk about it in the Patreon group, but I, I, I'm not a fan of brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we, I think you're going to still see the, I don't know how you describe this look, but it's like the look that every woman in Paris has that like very put together business type of look, but it's like very luxurious, like that luxury kind of look. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, of course I live that every day. Yeah. I wish I did. But like (laughs) when I look at the bloggers and stuff, I'm like, you are the epitome of what I want to look like. And yet I look like this. Like, I just don't have the time and energy to look like that. I I just don't have enough stain remover to get the the toddler fingerprints (laughs) off of, (laughs) off of like a thousand dollars silk shirt so i yeah. think vintage is still is going to play an even heavier role i do too I, w- I would say i think vintage is i think now is the time to really start learning your vintage because i'm seeing this trend of more and more people going towards the look of something yes the the style of something not necessarily the brand um which I think is shocking, you know, to me, we've talked about this throughout the year, but it's definitely, I think where it's going, where, I mean, I see it in the thrift stores over here all the time. I'm sure you see it over there, Danielle, just, I see more and more people at the thrift stores and they are picking up the funkiest things Mm -hmm. where I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, and Mm -hmm. they're not doing it ironically either, you know? So now would be a fun time to start experimenting. Like I think before when we started thrifting, it was always like, don't pick up things that you like, you know what I mean? Try to stick with these brands, try to stick with the formula. This is what works. But um, I don't think that those rules apply anymore at all. I I really, really don't. I'm seeing people that are killing it just based on how they're styling things and styling their photos and selling things on trendy sites like Depop or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, selling things that I would have never even given a glance at the thrift store. Yeah. And I think that's the fun thing is seeing the vintage community really kind of take over in the reselling space has been really fun. And I think seeing the way the younger generation styles the vintage pieces is by far the most fascinating thing to me when I walk into a thrift store and I see what they have in their in their hands and I'm like what the hell are you gonna wait like what I don't you, understand like, I remember getting nervous like thinking oh my god they're gonna grab all the stuff that I want yeah, they don't want anything <laughs> they don't even touch it with a 10-foot pole no, oh my god they don't want it they yeah. don't want it and it's fascinating to me but 
you know, I think those in the vintage world are going to really see a boost going into 2023. I think you saw it in 2022, but you're really going to see it in 2023. I think um, when you're looking at all these different accounts that are online on Instagram and whatnot that show the videos of people in the streets, a lot of it is vintage. And when they do the interviews with the people and they ask them, well, what are you wearing? Some of it's designer because depending on where they are, if they're in LA, if they're in New York City, you're going to have people wearing designer. That's just the mm-hmm. culture of where they are. But a lot of it is I made this myself or I took these pieces and I sewed it together or I went to a vintage shop and I have no idea what brand this is. There's a lot of that as well. Yeah. Um, the one style I think is going to stay in for shoes is mm-hmm. the chunky lug sole boot sneaker look i agree it is everywhere i agree it is everywhere it's crazy it is everywhere you turn and any of those accounts even if you just look on the street the chunky chunky lug sole in every style of shoe that is what's hot and i don't see that leaving i do think we're gonna see the really flat sandals though come back that's my that's my prediction your prediction going into spring and summer i think we're gonna see super flat sandals come back like um I want to say maybe it was two or three springs ago where it was like the square toe flat, almost yeah. like a gladiator yeah. style. Like I can kind of see a resurgence of that because we've been so chunky for so long and we're going to go into spring probably being chunky. I think summer you'll see more of the flat sandal. That's my prediction. Nice. I don't know if it's well, actually going to happen, but. Well, we'll have to see, you know, and then yeah. of course, you know, which is kind of interesting, something else that we wanted to just bring up was the Pantone color of the year. I Popped it up on my phone so you guys can kind of see. Mm, it's kind of called Vividly Magenta and it's like raspberry. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not magenta, um, but I understand no. why they're calling it Vividly Magenta because it's like a purpley red. Um, but it is the prettiest raspberry color. And I think it's the perfect transition from all the Barbie pink that we've seen. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I hate Barbie pink. <laughs> I think it's so fun, but I do think it only lasts for so long where a magenta is that great transition tone where it's I more of a jewel color tone. is supposed to be for the full year. But to me, that's a good like fall, winter, spring transition color. I think so. I think so too. Yeah, I, I, I really, I do like it a lot. I don't know. I've always liked more rich jewel mm. tones. Personally, I'm not really into pastels at all, which I would put like a bubblegum Barbie pink into the mm. pastel category, me personally. Um, but I don't know, probably just because I, I'm, I'm such a fall or a winter, whatever you call it. A winter, know. right? Is that what they say? Yeah, winter, jewel tones, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The winter. I think so. I don't know. We should probably do an episode on that. That would be good. Because every person is classified in a different They different are. Thing. You are. Yes. And I am classified, I know, under the jewel tones, which are my favorite, which I believe it actually is fall because winter it is I think a little more pastel It's kind of frosty. I think I fell under winter. Yeah. I think. You know, back in the day, do you remember ever going on like Cover Girls website yeah. or something like that? And they had like, or like just the makeup websites or whatever. And they would have like those quizzes for you where you would yes. like, are you a winter? Are you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They still exist. They're just different now. 
And then, of course, our last question is, what do we think we will see happening in the Mm. reseller space this year? Million dollar question. Live sales, more liquidation, more resellers coming to the table, maybe Um, more people quitting, uh, moving on. I I don't know. I don't know. mm. It's going to be interesting to see because I think I'll start, but. Um, Start with the first one. Do you think live sales are still going to be a thing next year? I think that they will be, but I think they're going to lose momentum. I really, really do. Um, I think that live sales have become one of like the, the biggest controversies and like, there's such like a team A team B kind of feel going on with live sales. Um, I know I haven't done it, so I really can't speak to that part. And I know that there are people that do have a lot of success with it and they are enjoying it. I just know I put myself in the situation. Like if I didn't have Ellie, and it was just me still doing reselling a hundred percent of the time. I would not want to do live sales period. Mm. I would not because it just feels very like LuLaRoe Facebook marketplace. Sorry. I said it. Mm-hmm. And I just like, it's just, not my thing, you know, to have to perform and like, okay, yeah, I get it. I'm, a, I'm, I'm on a podcast and you know, I'm here and I'm talking and whatever, but very like, different. It's very different. Right. And, and like on my stories, I would go on and talk and everything else, but it's very different when you're performing for your profession. It's very different. I don't care what you say, the person that you are in business versus the person that you are in, in real life, it can be completely different people. They really can be. And it's like, to me to have to do that extra element of having to really sell myself, it just feels very infomercial to me. And I just don't like how hard some people are working and pushing Mm. for $5 sales for $7 sales. To me, I'm like, that's just not worth it. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, I also don't have the time to be watching shows. Um, I don't have, I don't shop that way. So I am curious. I would love to know people who are shopping this. Maybe we can find somebody who's like, I love shopping live sales. Like, like, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That's, that's just really my opinion. I I really kind of base it on what I have done it when I was full-time reselling. And the answer is no, I would not have wanted to do it at all. Mm -hmm. I would have been really frustrated that that was the direction that I had to go in with my business. Yeah. I think, I think this is such like a difficult thing to talk about because it is fairly new to the American market, but I'm going to come from it as a consumer. Um, And as a consumer, I have no interest in sitting and watching a live sale to hopefully find something that I'm looking for. Um, And and, and if I do know that that live sale is going to have it, I need to hope that I win that bid. And I understand why it works in other cultures, and why it works and like like we'll say where it's really big right now is in the Asian market, okay? And and I and I un- I can understand why because their culture is very different than our culture here in America. The American consumer is very much a I'm going to go on Amazon, find the thing that I need, buy the thing that I need and carry on with my day. Like, oh, what is that that you use? I really like that. I'm going to buy it right now. Like that's our culture. I know for a fact that's what I do. If I use something that someone else brought in at work, I'm like, oh, this is really great. Where'd you get it? Amazon. Great. What's the name of it? Look it up, add it to my car, and I buy it. Like, that's just the way I know I work. I know that's how a lot of other people work. I've also asked people who are not in the reselling space. Have you ever heard this thing called live sales that's happening? 
like on all these different platform platforms eBay's doing and stuff. No, what's a live sale? They have no idea. They have yeah. no idea. And half the time I go on Poshmark too, and I see now because they have the the ribbon where it shows you like all the live sales mm -hmm. that you could log into. And I see like five people, two people, seven people. At the most, I see sometimes 20, 30. And I'm just like, to, to do all that work for five people, I just like, that's that's hard. That's really hard. It I is. hope that this isn't, isn't the direction that it's going in. Or if it is, maybe it gets tailored differently and it's better. You know, it gets better um, for people. Maybe it is just the wild, wild west right now. I, I don't know. That, yeah. that absolutely could be the case. Um, but, you know, we'll just kind of have to see where yeah. the chips lie and where we are. Um, but I agree with you, Daniela. I think that we are a culture of like, I want it now. And I think, I mean, mm -hmm. I'll tell you guys that there have been times where I've seen some people's stories and they're like, I'm going to be selling this on a sale. Well, and I've like paying them. I'll be like, that's my size. I like it. I'll just buy it from you now. I've done that too. I'm like, can yeah. I just buy that now? Do can I, I just can buy I just that buy now? It? Cause I don't have time to watch your sale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think that's, that's in my opinion and the people that I interact with on a daily basis in an office, that's what they're doing. Like they all know that I resell and, but they don't have a, like, they think of reselling as the way that it's always been, right? And they're shopping in that manner as well. Do I think that people are killing it, are going to continue to kill it? Yeah. I think the people that have gained that following and that have those loyal customer bases, whether it's resellers or a mix of resellers and um, the general consumer, I think they're going to continue to strive with it, especially as people start to kind of wean away from it. Because you're going to have people in 2023, they're going to realize I made negative dollars doing live sales. I need to, I need to refocus. This is not going to work. And if I want to continue doing live sales, I got to be a little more strategic with it. Mm -hmm. So I think you'll see like a shift of how many people are actually doing it, but the ones that are doing well with it. Keep going because if you're able to make a killing doing it, like it's amazing. Do it. I, I'm just, I'm so amazed by you. I really, yes. really am. It is um, not when, my like I said, When I do see some people who are like, you know, I see the thirties, forties <clears throat> amount of people watching your show. I'm like, that's amazing. I'm like, mm -hmm. good for you. That's awesome. I could never do it. So Same. it's like, you're doing something right <laughs> and yeah. good luck, you know? So, but yeah, definitely we'll have to see. I think live sales will definitely still be a hot topic to, oh, yeah. to talk about. Um, also liquidation, liquidation I has know. been coming huge. It is. And I think we're going to start to see a decline though. Okay. And here's my reasoning. There's too much of it now. There is, there's a <laughs> lot of it. And um, I don't know, I'm going to, I'm going to say it too. Cause like, I just feel like sometimes, because I'm mostly a, a shopper now, right? I do a mm -hmm. lot of shopping. And sometimes I owe, I do, I do my research mm -hmm. now before I buy secondhand, because I can't tell you how many times that I'm just like, I can get this for a better deal somewhere else. Uh -huh. And I don't think a lot of people are doing their homework when they're getting liquidations, because it's still either on the site or somebody else is selling it for a lot cheaper or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just, I see a lot of that. And I've never in my life had to check the comps on used things before I buy them now. Yep. Like it, it, cause I have to factor in the shipping mm -hmm. and half the time the shipping is more expensive from somebody who's selling it on Poshmark than it would be on Amazon. Right. Or they're selling it for the same price as another website is that offers me discounted shipping. Right. Or it's brand new on a, on the actual company website and it's $25, but someone's selling it for 75 on Poshmark. Like, and this is what happens with more, when more people get in the game with whatever it is. We're talking about liquidation at this moment. It could be about anything, but 
I think liquidation will will still play a big part in those doing live sales. I think you won't see a change in that because that's an easy way to acquire inventory at a good price point to be able to sell it for that cheaper price that it could go for during a live sale. But I think if you're traditionally selling, it makes it harder because now you've got live sellers selling that exact same piece at $15 and you're trying to get 50. Exactly, exactly. And I'm not talking to you folks who are like, I have the color that's no longer online or I have the size that's yeah. no longer online. No, no, no. Good, I've sell checked. it for more. <laughs> I've checked. Yeah, go sell it for more. Definitely yep. sell it for more. No, but I've seen it more often than not, you know, where it's yep. like, it's interesting. I just, I think that there's a lot of people that are getting into liquidation and not doing their homework. Yes, and liquidation is different across the board. Like there's different types of liquidation out there. So do your research. It's on Google. You can easily research all this. But I will say, be careful because a lot of these liquidation sites are now dumping things off at thrift stores because mm -hmm. they're not selling or they have too much of it and it's not worth creating other pallets of it or they don't have the buyers for it. Right. I see it here in New England and we don't really have too many liquidation companies out here. They usually are coming from the West Coast. They're usually coming from California. Oh no, there's store thrift stores here that are getting dumped on by liquidation as well. Whether they're buying it or it's getting donated, I don't know, but it's happening in the traditional thrift store. So why now think as a buyer, why would someone? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed so you don't have to download the new Bumble now. Go to your store to buy that piece when they know that that piece is at the thrift store for $5, $7, $10, whatever it was, and it was new at tag. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of factors now that didn't maybe necessarily come into play as much even three or four years ago. No. But mm -hmm. the pandemic changed a lot. Yeah, and you know, that kind of goes into the last point that we have here on more resellers. I mm -hmm. think, yes, I think Absolutely. that more and more people are getting into the game. And not only individual people, companies are getting into the game. Yes. The thrift stores are now really getting into the game. Um, so it's like there's a lot more resellers coming. And there's it's just becoming so, so popular now to buy secondhand um, that sometimes it is getting a little bit tougher to, to find that deal, which is mm -hmm. kind of interesting because we just talked about how live sales, people are giving away things for five to $10 mm -hmm. or whatever sometimes, but mm -hmm. just the landscape in general of reselling is, is changing. So I am going to be curious to see who starts playing in the secondhand yeah. market realm in 2023. It'll be kind of interesting to see because there's definitely more and if you're like nodding your head and you're saying, no, 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 there is a, there's a lot more competition out there. I, I don't care what you say. There's a lot more competition out there. I'm sure you feel it in your local thrift stores. I'm sure you feel it when you see things online, when you're, you know, like if you're buying liquidation or if you're going to Nordstrom Rack and getting things on clearance, like it's a lot tougher now. So it's mm -hmm. like, we've got to figure out ways on how to navigate and to pivot and just, you know, that's all it is. It's just adapting. You just need to adapt to the changes yeah. that are happening within our industry. I think you might be listening to this and thinking while they're being super negative. No, it's just the reality of it. And all it is for you to do, and that's why we're here too to help you, is 
figuring out ways to make your store, your shop, your whatever live sales stand out from someone else. So people don't mind maybe paying that extra $10 with you or people like, okay, this is a trusted seller. I know I could buy it here for a little bit less, but I'd rather support this individual and I'd rather pay them the $25 or the $50 or the $100 than this other company that maybe has it for 65. Like you need to be able to stand out in whatever way that may be. And maybe that means that you change the things that you're selling. Maybe you're only really hyper-focusing on two specific categories and now you're not worried about hunting things where other people are hunting for them. You know what I mean? And you have that flexibility to go in, look at shoes, move on to the next store and go look at those shoes and move on to the next store and look at those shoes. Like there's a reason why those sellers that are niche to one market do really well. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Our, our intention at all is not at all to, to come out as doom and gloom because it's not, yes. this is just the nature of any industry. Yes. It's always going to change. And I think that for a long time, reselling like stayed pretty consistent mm -hmm. um, for at least, you know, five to seven years. I think yep. it was pretty consistent, but all of a sudden all these new things are coming into play. Like mm -hmm. live sales was never a thing. Liquidation was like impossible for like the everyday person to get now it's very easy. There's full companies dedicated to just reselling liquidation. That was mm -hmm. not a thing like five years ago mm -hmm. and more resellers. When we talk about that, like, you know, Madewell, uh, Saks Fifth Avenue, like who else in y'all, like so many companies so are many. all coming in and being like, yeah, we want our stuff back. Give it to us. And then we're going to sell it for you. Or, you know, like we'll buy it off of you or whatever it is, you know, and, and, and it's very interesting to kind of see that these new players, like, um, like our thrift stores, our local thrift stores, I'm sure you feel it. The prices have definitely gone up oh, significantly yeah. and they're getting smarter and, and figuring out like, Oh, like these, I know this brand, it does really well. I looked it up or whatever, you know, so they're getting smarter. So it's just about helping, helping others to also figure out like, okay, how can I try to stay ahead of the game? That's all it is. Mm -hmm. But there's, I think there's a lot of really exciting things about reselling. I think one of the biggest things that I'm, like I said, I mentioned earlier that I'm incredibly excited about that everything is not so brand focused. I love oh, that. I know it's, I love, love it's that. Interesting. That I just find that weird, funky piece that I'm like, oh, somebody would love this as, ex or they're not, they're going to be as excited as I am about this. And boom, they buy it. You know, I've seen people selling H&M things that are like, older, you know what I mean? Or different collections or something or collabs for like tons of money. You know, I'm seeing people sell just things that I would have passed up years ago for, for really good dollar amounts. I think that is super, super exciting. And I think it opens up the playing field where mm -hmm. we're not all so focused on the specific brands, right? The it brands. We're not focused on that anymore. You can now say, okay, I want to take what the it brands are doing and I want to find it in a vintage form and how can I do that and how can I sell that to people? And I think that's the beauty of it. I think that even us as a podcast need to get away from only thinking about Poshmark and eBay because there are so many other ways to sell and other platforms to sell. And just because that's what we're comfortable with and that's what we've known doesn't mean that other platforms aren't thriving. And the younger generation goes to different places to buy things. Mm -hmm. And we have to admit, Jen and I, we're millennials and things are different with us, you know, and it's the same with, you know, baby boomers and so on and so forth. It's different the way that we all shop. And I think that's one of the most important things when you're a business owner is to recognize who is your target market, 
where, where are they shopping? What are they looking for? And, and going off of that to build your business. And it's always changing. Always, always changing. So exciting stuff, exciting yes. stuff. And we can't wait to share it with all of you. And, you know, and we are really excited, like I said, for the topics, the guests and the things that we're going to all discuss and chat about um, for 2023. Yeah. And we're going to, we're going to strive to get a really fun guest on here for 2023 and Jen has been tasked with creating that email <laughs> yes I'm nervous wish me luck I'm just kidding no I'm not nervous I don't care no, I think I think we can make it happen I don't want to say who we're thinking about I don't want to I don't even want to put it out there yet we're going to attempt to do it it's someone who's very big in California and um yeah in the movie space and stuff. Anyway, we're going to, we're going to end it here for all of our listeners. Thank you so much for uh, joining us in season four in 2023. Let's do it guys. Yes. Bye-bye. Right. Bye everyone.